0: The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all through the town. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Yeah, no worries, no worries. That one's
1: for uh, my two little daughters. That's what I figured. Yeah, yeah, I okay. sang it every night, so. So they're going to listen to this? Maybe. They might listen to it. We'll keep it PG. (laughs) No, that's okay. We'll totally keep it PG. Welcome to the show, Alex. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Oh, it's great to have you here. Uh, It's our very first uh, Fireplace show. Perfect. I'm happy to be the... the guinea pig Uh, not necessarily we've got a lot to talk about you guys do all kinds of fireplaces and uh, you guys are doing good work and uh just off mic you were telling us where the the name came from and the history behind the name you want to just share that with everybody
0: yeah absolutely so the the company name is Backwoods fireplace and heating Backwood with or back without a c uh reason for that is uh b stands for brian my father's name uh a is my name alex K is Katrina, my wife's name, and then Woods is my mom's maiden name. So there you go. Backwoods. Yeah, tied it all in.
1: That's it. So www.backwoodsfireplace.ca, info at backwoodsfireplace.ca, and it's on Instagram at Backwoods Fireplace, and then also on Facebook as well, too. Correct. That's it. Uh, I'm wearing, I'm sporting uh, Vito's tee, Scavetti, Scavetti Reynolds and Design, Renovations and Designs. So that's who I'm wearing. I've got no other little uh, tidbits to share. Uh, I don't want to upset anybody right away. We'll wait a little while, maybe to the next show or the end of this show. Um, Where do we begin, Alex? It's a Uh, family-owned business.
0: Yeah, so uh, me and my father started the business uh, 2019. Okay. Um, I pulled him out of retirement. Uh, he had nothing to do with the industry beforehand. And then, uh, I worked in it for about 10 years before we started the business. And then, uh, yeah, he came on and, uh, he takes care of the back end of the business for me. What was he doing before? Uh, he climbed the corporate ladder okay, uh, for a big retail company and did that for whatever, 40
1: years, 30 years, something like that. So this is something a little different. Yeah. Like Why, why'd you pull him out of retirement? Why'd you bring him into the game?
0: Because uh, I don't like office work.
1: <laughs> so let him take care of it? Yeah, exactly. Because he's good at it. Exactly. You figure it out.
0: And he knows business. He's uh, he's a very smart man for me to bounce ideas off and points me in the right direction like a father should. So Guys. Nice. Yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, most days it's really good.
1: <laughs> Why did you choose this segment of the industry?
0: Um. Why would I choose fireplaces? Yeah. Uh, I love the finished product. Okay. Right? Um, we do HVAC. We do furnaces and boilers and all that good stuff. Um, fireplaces. It's just that end product, sitting with the customer at the end of the day, showing them how to run it. You got the beautiful stone going up or the brick. The flame's rocking and rolling. It's its nice. I like that. It's a nice feeling. Yeah. its It's the showpiece. Exactly. You know, Christmas time, every family's around it. Got the Christmas tree beside it. So it's, I love it.
1: Are you guys still... Offering wood burners, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, We're still offering, but I mean, open hearth, yep, wood, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That our clients asking for that stuff
0: a lot, especially in our area. We're in like the the Georgianberry oh of triangle, course triangle, so it's cottage area, yeah. So it's it's a big ask, yeah. So we do a lot of them.
1: I'm I'm kind of because I want to go through the whole gamut of all the fireplaces that you guys work with and work on, okay. And I want to find out. What is your particular favorite brand that you guys like working with when it comes to the direct vented or it comes with the gas units? What do you guys like working with?
0: So for for the gas fireplaces, my go-to is always Cozy Heat. Okay.
1: Um, That's my number one.
0: They're out of uh, the States. Um, They just have one of the most realistic flames on them. And install is really nice. Service is really nice. And I haven't had a customer upset
1: about it yet. So easy to turn on and maintain. Super easy. Well, what's the maintenance here?
0: We we recommend and offer a of yearly maintenance on them. Okay. Just you go when you clean the glass, you make sure everything's working good. Like you're working on a gas appliance, so you want to make sure everything's operating safely. Yeah.
1: So I want to jump back and forth all over the yeah, units, right? So uh, obviously I'm a huge fan of wood burners. Yes. I'm a huge fan of herringbone fire brick. Yep fireboxes. Absolutely. And you guys have a mason for that? You guys take care of all that? Or how does that all work with that part?
0: So for the open hearth fireplaces, we have actually factory built ones that oh. resemble, resemble that look. Really? Yeah, so we put it in and then we put that stainless steel chimney to go through all your roof. Yep. And then we can frame around it and then you get a mason in to do the stone around it um but yeah they offer herringbone brick patterns on the back or
1: your normal brick patterns yeah so and then it's all well you could throw any logs in there at that, at yeah, that point right absolutely yeah so the steel liners are they is it better or worse than the actual fl- the the terracotta flues now
0: uh i say they're better um just for the fact that you can close them off better okay right because the the old masonry fireplaces there's only just a steel damper that closes. There was always a draft. Right. When you're not always. using it, always a 100%. draft. 100%. Yes. Right. Where the new ones have a li- the new open burners, they're still, heat's still leaving your house, but they're better. They're just better at closing off to the atmosphere. What do you guys have in your house? Um, so actually, I have an electric fireplace <laughs> that literally I put in last Saturday. Okay. So it's not even framed or finished so that yet. So
1: you're, you're like all of us then. Yeah. Your exactly. house is the last one to get done. Exactly. I right. Know. The mechanics car. Of it's course. always the worst that's one. Exactly right? right. So
0: that's yeah. <laughs> um, my parents we put two fireplaces in their place. Uh, cozy heats. Yeah.
1: So. People still like the electric ones? They're becoming bigger. Okay.
0: Yeah. They And they've come a long way from what they used to be. Right. Like you could go to Home Depot and buy an electric fireplace and it's A flashlight. Basically. Right? Where now Cozy Heat, uh, Valor, Regency, they all have their premium electric fireplaces. And they look really good. They look really good. We actually just talked to a company. um, It's an Enclave, I believe. Okay. uh, Made by Majestic Fireplaces. Yep. And they actually put a sound box in it so you can hear crackling.
1: That's interesting. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's something you wouldn't think you needed, but why not? It kind of works. If you go and put the money into it. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, it saves you the trouble of having to vent anything. It saves you the trouble of having...
0: Absolutely. A, well, yeah. we're, we're getting into a lot more builds where it's basements uh, of condos or townhouses. Okay. Right. So, find a location for a termination to meet clearances. It, it's pretty hard. Yeah. Right? So, now you just put an electric fireplace that looks pretty
1: real, has a little bit of a heat coming out of it. I want to go back to the gas ones, or even, I guess, the gas and the wood-burning ones. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm a little rusty on the clearances, but, I mean, there are restrictions regarding uh, nearby window openings. Yes. Purging valves for gas uh, meters. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of what else is there that you have to be conscious of. Soffits, you can't be terminating it too close to the soffit. Correct. Uh, what else is there?
0: Um. You know your mechanical inlets, like a furnace inlet, yeah. or a yeah, HRV, your HRV, HRV, your HRV terminations, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So even bathroom exhausts or even laundry exhausts,
0: uh, yeah, I think yeah. I think the general rule of thumb, and now it's different on every fireplace, and but like the soffit, the windows, decks, and grade, yes, it's all roughly t- uh, twelve inches. That's the minimum. Minimum. Okay. Yeah. Now to the regulator um, purge. I think it's three feet. Or no, six, six feet. Six feet. Yeah. yeah, six feet. And then mechanical inlets, I believe it's three feet. Yeah.
1: Clients just don't understand that that valve is actually expelling yeah, gas.
0: exactly. Now, you can vent it, right? Like, we can hook up to that regulator and vent it another 12 feet down the side of the house. Yeah. Um, if we pop out close to the meter.
1: But it doesn't look all that attractive.
0: No, and it's just another thing you got to do.
1: Yeah. But it's doable. Are you also doing, um, I remember seeing these way back, at the, the, the ethanol fireplaces we i haven't done one i'm not a fan of them because you always having to replenish
0: yeah and it's it's a it's an open flame burning in your house with a vent yeah which i'm not a huge fan of yeah um but yeah we haven't done any and haven't got asked for any
1: No, I just, I I think there's only a handful of companies that do do it. And I think it's, they they do it for the purpose of, I guess, of condo living or if you can't possibly vent it somehow. Yeah. Here's your solution.
0: I'm pretty sure they're bigger in like uh, cities like Toronto. Yeah. As you get into the high rise buildings. Yeah. So they can just throw one in on the top floor and call it a day. But the
1: thing is you don't get the smell. No. You don't get the crackling. You get a flame, you get a legitimate flame, but it's no different than the flame that's hooking up or, or heating up your food at a buffet stand. Exactly. That's exactly the same this principle, right? Absolutely. All right, so it's not, It's not. and, I, and I'm, a, I'm a purist too, right? So I love the wood burning, yep. right? Now, I actually, just before you, you arrived here, where I, I was recalling that um, there's restrictions regarding open flame fire pits, because you guys also do that as well. Yep. Um, in the city, I don't even think they're allowed at all. Uh, there's a restriction. If, if your backyard is, I think, um, I'm thinking 30 feet. From From a combustible structure, right could be i'm not too sure so there's nobody that's got a backyard that that's that big, not in the city no. no, but no. in the in where you guys are from there's probably oh, uh, we do them all the time, you can do them all the time, yeah. right,
0: and uh, some townships you need uh, like if it's an open wood burner fire pit, it needs to be to have the cooking purpose, so you just have to have like a grate beside it, really, to kind of jump through that loophole, but
1: uh yeah that's pretty cool, yeah, and then i I want to ask you about um. What's the best wood to burn in a wood burning unit? Uh, hardwood, any hardwood. Any hardwoods at all, right? Yeah,
0: that's your best bet. Um, and then softwood to start it. Like, I, I recommend burning uh,
1: skid wood at the start to get the kindling going. What we don't take the lighter fluid from the barbecue and just shoot it all in the wood and then please ignite no, it. We don't no. do that. No, no, it's not how. And we if do you it? do do that, don't call backwards, I, please. I've, I've seen homeowners in the city do that. Oh, I've absolutely. Seen it. Oh, there's some. And I'm like, there's there's a reason why you want to go back to the pioneer days and try to figure out how to make a fire or watch the movie Castaway again and just learn how to exactly. make a fire, right? Yep. <laughs> no, absolutely, and that's <laughs> that's one of the I don't want to say scariest
0: things, but one of the Biggest things we work on when we put the wood fireplace in, you got to walk the customer through it. You, whether they've burnt wood before, or never burnt wood let yep. me just give you a crash exactly. course on exactly. how you
1: kind of should do this right and thankfully
0: the internet's there because you just go youtube how to start a fire i know but there's a lot of misinformation <laughs> too that is very you true will,
1: i bet you there's a video on youtube right now with a guy using a lighter oh, sure. and shooting it right in there for go, sure, oh, look at that you can make the flame come right out yeah. no 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 it's no. not how you do it man it's true <laughs> now are you I, i'm not a fan because if someone told me about the the self-starting logs um, they build up creosote on the inside of the liner, which causes damage later on, right? Is that the fact?
0: Uh, it's been said that it's fact. Okay. I
1: don't know if it's true or false. Okay. I've uh, never used the self-starter. My sister's using it all the time. Yeah. And she's always having to clean out her flu.
0: Well, I mean, as soon as you get a wood fireplace, most insurance companies nowadays, they want to see a receipt that your chimney has been swept every year. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. So if you're getting your chimney swept every year, then to burn starting logs, it's not going to hurt it. No, but you're going you to clean, clean every it every year, year, though.
1: Which you should do anyways. What's the cost to clean it? Like, it's, it's like 500 bucks, no? No, it's like 220. That's it? Yeah. To clean the, really? Yeah. What do they do? They're just putting a brush right down the whole liner?
0: Yeah, it depends on the house, but we usually throw the ladder up to the top of the roof. And, you know, the Mary Poppins movie, I walked yeah, yeah, up with a yeah. big top hat and get yeah, the right. down there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then you kind of clean But then all that stuff comes down. Yeah, and, and then, then you, you, you vacuum clean. it out and that's it. Yeah. Every year, huh?
0: It's recommended for sure. Especially, I thought. Sorry. Sorry. Especially if like, if you burn the fireplace every day in the winter, your chimney's actually probably not that dirty. But if you do it just on weekends, your chimney's probably going to be dirtier because you don't burn it hot enough often enough. Yes. Right. So that's the biggest thing for creosote. You want to burn it hot to clean or to have no creosote. Yes. Where if you burn low, creosote will build up on your chimney.
1: Now, I've always had this conversation with clients regarding environmental and, I guess, energy efficiency. And it actually is harmful to your house because you've got a hole in in your house now and you're letting all the existing hot air that you're burning, right? Yep. I mean, how do you guys handle that delicate conversation with a lot of the tree huggers out there that want the smell of it, want the fire, but they still want to be energy efficient in their home?
0: Well, there's definitely energy-efficient wood-burning fireplaces. Yes. Right? So that's what you would point towards, right? They're Those people that are very worried about the, the environment, um, they're not going to go for that open burner where heat's just escaping your house. They're going to go for a fireplace that has uh, a catalytic in it that has like a 30-hour burn time, so you only burn in half the amount of wood. Um, How does yeah. it
1: do that? It seals it and then... Yeah,
0: so the door has a gasket on it that seals it. Yeah, um, and then there's uh, secondary burn tubes in there that push like fresh air through the flame to reburn the smoke. Okay, so you get a better, um, more efficient burn, less pollution. And then if you have a catalytic in it, the catalytic gets so hot that when the smoke goes through there, it burns it and heats up your house with it. Yeah, and it's I forget what the pollution point is, but it's point something.
1: It's kind of smart. I like yeah, it's that. It's very smart. So, I mean, and plus you still get the look of the fire. You yep. still get the scent of the fire. Absolutely. But you're getting full efficiency of that fire because all you're getting is that radiant heat coming off the fireplace, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very, very cool. Very, very cool. And then is it still a double liner on that application, that install? So. A fresh air and then exhaust or no? No. So Different. that's only
0: for gas fireplaces. A direct gas yeah. fireplace has okay. air in, exhaust out. Yeah. Um, where wood burning is just exhaust out of chimney. What's the size? Eight or 10? Or? Depends on the unit. Okay. Right. It's going to range from the most common is six inch. Okay. And you're going to go from six to, uh, we have 14 inch chimneys going in.
1: And you can still retro those into an existing wood-burning fireplace and just run the six-inch pipe if you're using a, a size of a unit that works for a six-inch pipe.
0: Yeah. So if we're doing, uh, like, if you have an old masonry unit and you want to make it more efficient, we would drop a stainless steel liner down through the whole chimney and put in what we call a wood-burning insert. Okay. Um, and hook the liner
1: up to that, and away you go. And that's it. And then you're putting a log, you're putting a few logs, you get the fire started, close the door, it does the thing. Correct. That's it. Yep. And it actually so based on the catalytic it, it it stretches the burn time of of the wood, is that what it does? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting.
0: Yeah. Now the, the thing about catalytics, if you're trying to get the most efficiency out of it, you're not enjoying a big gorgeous flame. No. Right? Like your your fire is dampered right down. It's just smoldering. But like we have a, a company called Blaze King and there one unit. Now, this is in the factory, but it, it recorded a 30-hour burn time, right? So you're starting the fire up in the morning, and then the next morning you can come back
1: and put logs in. Start it up again. And it, you won't have to start a fire. It'll just I mean, I normally do that over the holiday break anyway. You just yeah. you go burn it all day, and then you let it taper off. Yep. By the morning you come back, there's a little bit of amber going on there. Yep. Start it up right again, and Absolutely. that's it. Keep on going all through the holidays. Yeah that's interesting i like that um so I, I wanted to get an idea of me personally i've never had to install a fireplace with a blower okay because the room is never that big that you would require that because if you actually apply a, a lower unit to a, an existing unit you're going to be in a sauna at that point it's just too hot right or there are limitations on the size of the room that you should be considering a blower
0: um, I think every situation would be different for that.
1: Okay. Um, but blowers help just moving air. That's all it is. Yeah.
0: Right. Like even if you put a fire plate, like a wood stove in this room, it's pretty closed off. Even without a fan, it's going to be a sauna in here because yes. there's so much heat radiant. Yes. But if you put a fan on, you're going to push some heat out that door down the hallway. So it's going to spread a little bit. So better. it's still good
1: to put a blower then. Yeah. I recommend them. If you've you got to, let's say you've got a family room. I don't know, 20 by whatever, 20 by 15. Yep. Because you want to push the air out the room. Exactly. Okay.
0: Because because for me personally, I know I'm a fireplace guy, but I don't like heat, right? Yeah, (laughs) it's it's weird. (laughs) I I don't like to be hot. So (laughs) I need that fan blowing the heat by me so it warms up the rest of my house and I can enjoy the fire in a warm area.
1: There was I remember I was doing a job and um, it was... uh, They had... A 10-inch liner. This was a direct vented unit. Okay. And they refused to go out the back. Of the house? Uh, no, of the unit. Okay. To go straight out. Yep. And so they had to come up the top. But then what it forced me to do is that it had to go out the top and then you had to make your first bend. Right. It just created the mantle to be... Too high, Correct. I felt, so I kept on fighting with them back and forth, and we, then we kind of found a medium ground, and I was able to drop it like an extra five inches or something like that, so then I wouldn't have this mantle that was like at five feet high. yep I mean, in your experience, what's the ideal mantle height? where's the ideal because sometimes I see these homes and they park these mantles so high, and then you meet the missus or the mister and they're little people, and all of a sudden you're like, going oh, this doesn't make any sense, man yeah. Like, there's got to be a nice optimum area where the mantle should be that you have found.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, again, different in every situation. Every person's going to be on different on their preference. Um, for me, it's, like, eye level. You don't want to go higher than eye level, like, when it's you're standing. High, it right? is. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you... If you talk in a shack, man, it's kind of high. <laughs> yeah, <that's> absolutely. <laughs> um, but, yeah, eye level seems to be a good height for people because then... They can put knickknacks on it, and kids aren't trying to pull them off. TV isn't too high. If you're sitting on a couch, you're still looking up. Um, So that seems to be a good eye level.
1: But there's also another risk with TVs because if you do get a unit and it's really hot, it's going to affect the TV. Absolutely. The TV won't be covered if you damage the TV as a result of that. Yep. But there's also restrictions on – and you're right. Like every, It depends on the size of the room, preference of the client, um, the size of the mantel. But there is restrictions on how far out that mantle can come out and how close it can to the bottom of the fireplace, right? Correct. Because if you're using, let's say, for example, a wood mantle, there is restrictions on combustible material being so close to that because over time you will burn, um, you'll get heat on that and it, it might... It's not that it's going to engulf in flames or anything like that. It's going to start to damage the paint on it. It's going to start to damage the wood on it. If it's a stone, that's a different thing. But also, if it's a stone, you got to be careful because if it's a man-made stone, you might get that shock where you might crack it now because the top of the mantle might be cold but the bottom of it is gonna be really hot, and then when they meet together, they're gonna have that cold shock. Correct. And then you'll crack the stone, and that's going so you gotta be aware, so it depends on the size of the fireplace you're using, the size of the room, the purpose behind it and everything like that, then you have to factor in how everything else around it is gonna go.
0: Absolutely, and if we talk about gas fireplaces like direct vent, a lot of companies now have what they generally call a cool wall. So what that does is it takes 40 to 60% of the heat From out front of the fireplace and brings it up behind the TV wall and out a vent at the top of the wall. Yeah. Right? So that allows you to put your TV pretty much right on top of the fireplace without a mantle. So the fireplace unit does that? Yeah. Yeah. So there's vents. Most of them have uh, um, just like flexible aluminum uh, bathroom vents, more or less. Okay. And they hook up to the top of the fireplace and they go up behind the studs.
1: Uh, up so to it's the, just more piping? Yep, exactly. So behind the guts of everything, there's just more piping that's drawing this back?
0: No, no, like right on top of the unit. So like if you had the steel box of your gas fireplace, okay, right on the back of it where the chimney comes out of, okay, there's vent holes that you hook these vents up. Oh. And it comes up behind your drywall, behind the studs, and then there's a little grill at the top of your wall that these vents hook up to and pushes the heat out there. How big are
1: these vents normally, the runs? Four to five inches. Okay, diameter. and then they're safe for being in, I guess, just in a closed area? Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah, and then that allows you to bring your TV like right to the top of the glass.
1: Am I, um, am I crazy, I, I, I've always built the space that I'm gonna use for the firebox. Yes. Or the fire unit, most of the time for direct units. Not, this wouldn't be for a wood burning unit, but for direct vented unit. And I line it with cement board. Am I just overkill? Because, I mean, I know that most of the time they're just asking for non-combustible steel studs on the top portion and possibly on the first piece on the side. Uh, but then after that, you could put wood, you could put combustible material, it doesn't matter, right? But yeah. I generally put cement board, stuff it with rock I just, I don't know, I'm paranoid when it comes, I guess, to fire or the heat or the warmth. Is that just overkill?
0: Uh, yes, but it's good to overkill. Yeah. Right? Um, and it depends on the unit and where you're doing it, like the location. Okay. Right, so like the the interior of the walls in some towns that we work in, they need to be drywalled and mudded. One coat of mud on them. And then we can put the fireplace that's in. That's for gases though. Is yes. that for gas that's, for, that's for gas. That's not
1: combustible issues, that's for gas, right? Correct. Right.
0: But gas fireplaces still have com- like you still have to have clearances met on yes. all gas units, right? Um but like there's wood fireplaces out there, Stuve is a company and they have ridiculous clearances off the top
1: of the unit. It's like... Sometimes a little too much, yeah, no? no, absolutely. But it's it's a concern, right? Is it a concern because people are getting dumber and they don't know how to handle fire properly or what? I Basically, I just called all your clients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Um, no, I don't think it's that. I think it's that the, the fireplace manufacturers are trying to meet the want of what customers want and they want this big, gorgeous fireplace that pushes a little bit of heat out, not too much. So they got to put that heat somewhere, and it's usually radiant off the back of the fireplace. Yeah. Right? So that's where the concern comes from.
1: But are we not... Okay, I'm, I'm thinking fireplace, generally speaking, adjacent to the kitchen, generally speaking, smoke carbon monoxide strobe light detector in the middle of that space. Yep. If you ever had a leak for gas you're kind of covered that you would be aware that it will go off. It'll take care of it. Cause they say you're not supposed to park any of those ins, uh, units too close to the fireplace because it's kind of like a purging valve. You might get some gas coming into the room. Right. But are you're, you not? It's like the units are pretty self sealed.
0: Yeah. The new units, right. So um, the first gen gas fireplaces were called vent fireplaces. Yeah. So they like where the vent came out of the back of the fireplace there was actually an opening that brought fresh air in to push the exhaust up. Um, so those would have a lot of pushback, right? Like your carbon monoxide could yeah. go out that hole. Yeah. So that would be the biggest concern. But the direct vent fireplaces, they're all sealed. And there's so many safeties in them now that if there's ever like um, uh, a reason the flame didn't come on and it was just pouring gas out in the firebox, it would shut itself off
1: i want to okay let me do a little history and construction fireplace talk here uh how much do you know about the history not a lot eh we try me. angelina gets this stuff i don't get <laughs> this stuff uh medieval houses and castles had the first fireplaces circular stone structures with chimneys to carry out smoke over time they learned that a rectangular form was superior so that's interesting that the actual smoke boxes were around at first. A certain depth worked best. A grate provided better draft. Splayed sides increased heat reflection. And a thick masonry wall up opposite the fireplace can absorb and re-radiate heat. Soon after, brick fireplaces became more popular than stone. In the 15th century, a cast iron slab protected the back wall of the fireplace from the heat. It was replaced by fire brick in the 19th century um andron andrinos andronons i don't know androns i don't know and irons and irons okay and irons and irons iron bars on short legs were used to support burning legs since uh, before the second century rear guard bars were used until the 14th century when the central open hearth uh, went out of place out of use uh in 1624 louis Savat developed a fireplace that drew in air through passages under the hearth and discharged it into the room through a grill in the mantel. This was adapted in the 20th century with prefabricated double-wall steel fireplace liners with a hollow wall serving as air passages. Some had electric fans to force circulation. In the 70s, sealed systems were where the air was drawn from the outside of the house were devised. They had glass covers that sealed from the front of the fireplace once the fuel was ignited. A little bit of history there. There Um, How long should we keep our gas fireplace units? Do they eventually, over time, begin to start to fail regarding seals (coughs) and efficiency and all that other stuff?
0: Um, Well, It's going to be like anything mechanical in your house, right? So, like, if you service it every year or It should last a good amount of time. You'll get a good life out of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, But I... It's usually getting replaced due to design, right? Everything goes out of style. Okay. Right. So what is it? Every 10, 12 years, a new style comes in. So usually around that time, somebody's coming in like, I don't like brick anymore. Let's take it down and put shiplap up. So let's replace the fireplace. And
1: So that, that leads me to my next question, Alex, is that um, what are homeowners choosing first? The style of the unit or the flame and functionality of the unit? I can only assume the style is being chosen first.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely style over anything else.
1: And then you guys also handle the, you're not just putting the units in, but you're taking care of all the uh, the detail around it as well, right? The finishings, yeah. Yeah, all the finishing, yep, right? So absolutely.
0: We're We try to market ourselves as a one-stop shop. Okay. So customers don't have to go finding a mason on their own. They don't have to go find a framer on their own. We'll take care of it all start to finish.
1: Have you guys been able to do a wet certified wood burning open hearth fireplace as a client asked for that already?
0: Like a full masonry one? Yeah. No, we haven't done that. Okay. If, if we get to ask for that, we'll just send them to a mason. Okay. Um, but, uh, we wet like new builds, get them all the time in our area. So
1: we wet certify them all the time. The new builds are doing open. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the big cottage houses. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Any monster ones? I'm assuming that there's going to be some monster ones.
0: Yeah, we've seen some big ones for sure. You know, we're talking uh, one of the biggest ones I've seen was four feet tall, four feet wide, and two feet deep, something like that. Holy cow. Yeah.
1: Because there's a whole math to it, right? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. How high you're allowed, how the depth and uh, the sides and the opening and everything like that. There's all this whole, that's what the wet certified comes in, right? Correct, yep. Uh, Which is also fascinating math as well, too. Right. Is. But that's based on the size of the house or the size of the room. There's a lot of factors attached to it.
0: Yeah, it really comes down to the dimensions of the firebox to the chimney size, is really what the biggest concern is. Yeah. Right. Because you don't want this monster firebox with a tiny chimney. Yep. Right. So it
1: won't draw, it's not going to be functional at that point.
0: Exactly. You're going to have a lot of smoke coming back into that house. Yes. And
1: that's what you want to try to avoid. Correct. Um, and then I was going to ask you. Um Oh damn, I lost
0: the question. I lost the question. Happens to the best of us.
1: <laughs> uh damn, I'm gonna try. Oh, uh maintaining it. So is it better off that okay, when the season is done, you shut it all down or you leave the pilot on? What's your preference?
0: So, um I always recommend leaving the pilot on.
1: Okay. So don't disconnect the gas, leave no. the pilot on because spiders show up. Exactly.
0: Okay. And for the amount of money that the pilot burns, it's we're talking Nothing. Maybe a nickel a day.
1: You're using more in your hot water tank or your furnace. and Exactly. With, right, yeah.
0: But that's all changing now because uh, the fireplace industry had to meet a new law. I think it was last year or the year before. Why? Where all new, manu- or all new manufactured gas fireplaces have a seven-day limit on their pilot. So if that fireplace doesn't get turned on within seven days, the pilot will shut off automatically. And then you got to go in and start it again.
1: So we're back to stupid people in fire.
0: Yeah, we're back to we're back to the um, people being over people being overcautious about the amount of gas that was being burned during pilots. That's what it came down to.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't agree with that. That's me, not you, but I don't agree with that.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it's it's somebody thinking they're doing really good for the world when it, there's a lot more major things that they.
1: Could be fixing So it wasn't even a safety thing It was more of an environmental thing Yes That makes no sense So now you gotta I mean it's always a bit of a pain To reignite a pilot
0: Yeah especially as the unit gets older
1: Especially if you don't have you guys coming in to do it Because you guys know how to do it all the time But as a homeowner To do it themselves And then they're gonna get frustrated And then it might damage something Because you're clicking and trying to spark it To try to get it to a certain point I don't like that. After seven days, it just shuts up, right? So you basically have to do a fire every seven days.
0: Yeah. And like, and really the only time that's going to happen is if it's at a cottage where you're not up every seven days or in the summer. Right? In the winter, it's no big deal because fireplaces come on daily. So is this
1: across the whole board? Every manufacturer has to do this now? Yes, as far as I know.
0: I I don't want to guarantee anything, but... But
1: it kind of makes sense. So I, I know that it was maybe, uh, I'm going to guess, a decade ago that the industry started putting the metal grates in front of the glass. The screens, yeah. Because I guess a few kids were touching the glass and all of a sudden they were burning their fingers off because, yeah, that glass does, you can cook on it. That's yeah, how absolutely. hot it is. It's uh, the only element separating the room from the fire that's inside a firebox. Yep. So they start adding those grates in front of them, that's right? That's
0: correct. And you're right. It was about 10 years ago. Was it ago. about 10 years ago? Yeah. yeah. And it's right across the board. There, you can't, it's against the law or against code to put a gas fireplace in without a
1: screen. See, I keep going back to wood burners now. Yeah. But you still, with wood burners, you still have to have a screen. Nope. no, nope? nope. I thought for the embers, shooting out. Nope. Really?
0: Yeah. You can have a wide open burner.
1: Wow, I didn't realize that. I thought yeah. they changed well, that as well, too, because well, of that.
0: Sorry. Uh, I'm
1: thinking, like, if
0: we're talking just an open burner,
1: it's an open open fire, a wood yeah, burning you're, open. You're going to have those
0: the screen mesh. Yes. Yeah, Sorry.
1: So, so you still have to have a screen mesh there, yeah, right? But
0: every fireplace does not need a screen, right? Like a, a high efficiency wood burning fireplace, it has no, a glass door. It's got the glass door. Doesn't need a screen. Yeah. Right.
1: Because I remember I I had one and then my dog would always want to sleep right in front of it. Oh, yeah. And then I wouldn't have the the steel grate in front of him. And then a little ember would come by and land on his stomach. And I would just watch him wait to see if he's going to (laughs) react. But he was passed out. He wouldn't react. And then I would have to flick it off. It was still red. And I was like, dude, you're not feeling that? Yeah. Have a little burn mark there, right? So yep, of everyone can call PETA now and just put my <laughs> oh, name I, in the box. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're on it. I'm sure somebody's <laughs> on it. So, I mean, there's all these little rules that it keeps on making me go back to wood burners, man. Because I love the smell and I love the sound and I love the heat that it comes off of it. But um, there's fewer rules, I guess.
0: Yeah, there's... Wood burning is a lot more relaxed on their rules. Okay. Right? Like gas is all TSSA. Everything. We have a big... There's a big outfit taking care of all the gas code. It's huge. Where wood is wet and it's it's a very small operation.
1: Well, you got to for lack of a better word, you've got to have a little bit of an outdoorsy element to you as an individual to kind of really harness an open hearth kind of wood burning fireplace.
0: You definitely need common sense. Right. I'll let you say that. I
1: I mean, I'm calling them stupid people, right? It's (laughs) just like you got to have a little bit of common sense when it comes to that kind of thing.
0: For sure. And I mean, you definitely need to have not a fear for it, but you got to respect fire. Of course. Right. Of course. Because it can turn quick
1: you can't i mean you got to pay attention to it it moves really fast and but i mean there was a stat i think not too long ago they were talking about houses in the 70s would take about 27 minutes to burn if it ever ignited a house today will take three minutes yeah because of all the things that we purchased and everything that we put in the house now it's just so combustible it's ridiculous how fast it burns Well,
0: absolutely and like if you get into a house that's full spray foam like spray foam is just so combustible it's just going
1: it's just you might as well just be putting fuel on it at yeah, that point absolutely. which is really really scary I mean, and i still disagree with the building code that drywall is the only thing that's preventing you that's their fire rating 20 minute warning right. to protect spray foam but i mean yeah. uh an intense fire will go through drywall real fast and real get to the foam and then that will just spread right through and what's beside foam two by four that's what's actually. beside that foam i know and, I, and that's where the fear comes in and a lot of people don't want that in their home they rather just have a safe unit if they do want that yep right absolutely i want to chat with you about some costs and numbers and, and try to figure out uh different scenarios so i mean if we had a home no fireplace at all whatsoever and now i wake up one morning and i want a gas unit there um what what what's the price range that we're talking about i know it's kind of hard to say because it depends on the unit yeah. depends on everything right i mean for
0: an average number Yeah For an average number We're probably going from 6,000 And anywhere You want to go
1: For the full unit
0: Yeah Now You can go lower There's definitely lower Right You can probably get one installed For four
1: um, What are you missing out When you're doing four Like It's not you guys No it's, yeah you're, you're, It's a cheap unit Of some sort right Yeah
0: that's going to be like the, the ones you get in Every new subdivision That they just drop in And it's Looks like just like a, a candle's in the center of that black box <laughs> that, that's what you're getting,
1: <laughs> I just laugh because I've seen those right? yeah, and they're terrible absolutely there's there's quite a range of terribleness going on, man, yeah, like, especially when you go to the big box and you just start seeing all of them I'm like these are not great units,
0: no, but they're they're dirt cheap in a company that's building a five hundred house subdivision they're probably buying them volume for, It's volume, yeah, right units
1: what are you watching out for when you're looking for a unit like what do you want to pay attention to that you should have in these units
0: um for me i like um a nice orangey flame because um, if you go too blue it's more efficient if it's blue but it doesn't look realistic so i'm looking for an orangey flame and uh, i like lights in my fireplace because in the summer you don't have your fireplace on but you can turn the lights on to showcase
1: the lights. i like that it's yeah. cool are people getting into the whole crystal too much i'm not i wouldn't say i'm a fan of the, because i go back to being a purist i'm a wood guy right so yes. the the very horizontal thin crystals blue flame
0: so the the, the linear fireplace the horizontal long ones they're becoming big yeah uh, but you can get really nice log sets for them which look
1: really good For the same uh, linear style? Yeah Really? Yeah and they look really good I guess for the most part I've always seen them as Presented as crystals in blue flame I yeah. haven't really seen them as actual
0: Really? Yeah and they look really good Like Cozy Heat has a model Called the Callaway Okay uh, With a birch log set So you get the white logs in there Oh looks What's the size? What's the length of it? You can go 40 inch uh, There's a 40 of 50 And a 6 foot
1: Wow Yeah 72 inches
0: Yeah that's long. Yeah, gorgeous. How tall is it? Uh, fourteen inches for the glass view, something
1: like that. What's the price on that guy? The seventy-two inch? Yeah, I'm just curious.
0: Uh, you're probably ten grand.
1: It's not bad. No, it's a good unit. Yeah, I think I probably would like it better with than the crystals, man.
0: Yeah, th- I'm. I'm not a crystal fan, but I don't. They're not becoming big, but in the right spot, they look good.
1: In the right design room, the right, it goes back to a more of a modern, contemporary looking home if that whole thing is that way. Correct. Sure. But you could still pull off a linear with a log set in it in a traditional or even transitional home. Absolutely. It'll totally
0: work really well. That works amazing.
1: Yeah. Are you, are you getting a lot of clients asking for those units? Yeah. 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 And the,
0: the thing about them too is with the, the lower glass view then everything drops down more, right? The mantle, mantle can go lower, the TV everything. can go lower.
1: What are the, uh, I guess, restrictions on mantel? Are there any restrictions? There's a lot of heat coming off of those ones?
0: There is. Um, but again, those most of those units have that cool wall system that I was talking goes about. It goes back, okay. So again, if you do that, then the mantle can sit right on top of the fireplace. The TV can go right down to the fireplace as well. So,
1: And then does Cozy Heat also make fire pits? No. They don't. They so do who not. do you guys deal with that?
0: uh we have a few brands uh hpc is probably our biggest one
1: made out of metal yeah okay and they're rusted
0: uh no so so we just get the the burner itself okay and then we can get bowls from them uh, but we can also go to uh, a metal fabricator and get a bowl made oh so you
1: guys are customizing everything oh yeah 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 i didn't realize that whatever the customer wants So it's just basically the unit itself, the flame itself. Exactly. And are you still running, you're running gas or anything? Correct. So you're going to run, you got to bury it? Yeah. What's the rules on on that? I don't even know about that one. What's the minimum? It's got to be depth.
0: 18 inches. That's it? Yeah. 18 inches with uh, um, the tracing wire in there.
1: Seems kind of low, like little. 18 inches a couple of shoveled lengths and you're hitting it right there yeah if you forget you want to make a flower bed a flower bed you you're making a fire bed at that point <laughs> yeah, that's I just true. like it's yeah I Just 18 inches seems kind of, i mean it's weird and i even think electrical tech cable's got it unless two feet is it two feet yeah electrical Le- tech cable
0: oh i don't know about yeah tech cable's two feet i think
1: so why is oh, i don't know because tech cable i guess you're getting 40 watts of power you're gonna get hit versus a, a gas smell but I guess, Mo, well, even if you hit it, you shut it off at the house.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure what the reasoning is.
1: I don't know. They just make up that shit. I just... TSSA is always a funny animal.
0: You know, it's somebody getting paid a lot more that's probably smarter than me in an office.
1: Uh, the office mm, paid a lot more. Yeah. Smarter. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough i'll take it i'll take it
1: two out of three yeah, yeah i would say i don't know about the third one the middle one there right. no i'm just i'll dismiss it. i've had conversations with tssa yeah i'm not a fan of them uh, at all right so uh interesting uh what else you want to chat about fireplaces man what else don't we know
0: uh maybe a lot maybe a little i don't know how smart are you
1: how smart am i <laughs> you're asking me how smart i am about construction I'm pretty good. I know a few things. (laughs)
0: Um, I don't know. Fireplaces, uh, you know, it all comes down to design, right? When you're choosing one, you want to pick your design first, then pick your fireplace.
1: Is everybody going to Pinterest in-house and showing you? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: All day long. (laughs) (laughs) All day long.
1: They just add you to their book? Yeah, that's that's it. it.
0: That's it. Um, Anybody
1: got any balls in just trying to make something different and create a different kind of fireplace or Go, I don't know, something nice, different, something. I don't know.
0: Uh, we haven't been a part of too many um, okay. like that. I'm waiting for the right customer to come in. But like, you know what? Just do whatever you think is going to work. And uh, we'll give them something to talk about, that's for sure. Um, actually, I was just listening to your last podcast there. Um, Which one?
1: The one that was posted this morning? Yeah. Oh, Dave.
0: Yeah, on the way here. And you guys were talking about a outdoor yeah. waterfall fire pit. Yeah or fireplace waterfall yeah love the idea
1: it's a great idea yeah great he idea. said he's built one i haven't seen it yet but i had that idea years ago and i was like i'd love to come across that and find a client that could do the so then you can benefit summer and winter yeah
0: exactly right? it's, a, it's a fantastic idea i love it
1: but there's um i think in the city there's restrictions so it'll be one of those um kind of high permits yeah uh like you it's legit. Still a permit. Yep. But like we kind of built an extra little secret door. That <laughs> exactly. kind of thing, right? To yeah. get away with it. Because I I don't know, there's just way too many restrictions. I don't know if they would approve a fire so close to the house.
0: Well, I mean you could city keep city wise. You could keep it away from the house. You could put it at the back of the yard. Ah, do a little patio back. I think
1: clients are too lazy to walk to the end of the yard, right? They'd yeah. rather just step right off their living or kitchen or something like that, yeah. right? Like, I mean, we have, uh, we have fire
0: bowls that have waterfalls in them. Really? Yeah, HPC carries them. Really? Yeah, so it's, a, it's like a rusted bowl and fire pit in the center, and then at one side, it's usually on, like, the edge of a pool. Okay. So, like, you do, like, pillars on your corners of the pool. Yeah. And then have this waterfall go into your pool, and then fire coming out the top of it. Kind of like that. Yeah, they're a cool look. Um, I haven't sold
1: any. You know, it's uh You got to find the right client. Yeah, it's a specific See, thing. See, the really weird thing, Alex, is that you find the right client, then all of a sudden all your other clients that come up will go, oh, I kind of like that. Can you do that?
0: Well, that's it, it right? takes the
1: one that just take the nerve and then just do it, right? Yep, absolutely. And then go from there. But I guess you guys can always try to do it in your own places or try to build it for a friend or somebody and then start sh- highlighting it at that yep, point.
0: Yep, absolutely. And uh, yeah, we we tried over the last couple of years to really push the to work with landscape companies um, so we can have that big fire pit and barbecue outdoor kitchen portfolio so we're slowly getting there so once we get the right so you guys are tapping into that as well too yeah well absolutely. i mean at the start of the
1: show you you did talk about you still do boilers you still do yep. furnaces well basically anything with gas at that point right
0: yeah our uh, our motto is really anything with a flame okay yeah
1: it's interesting uh let me do a little obc talk on fireplaces here we go So be interesting. Fireplaces must have a firebrick or steel liner. Uh, Firebrick liners must be at least 50 mil or 2 inch thick for the sides and back. Uh, At least 25 mil, 1 inch thick for the floor. Uh, Laid with high temperature cement mortar and uh, have offset joints where it meets with the adjacent backup masonry. Excuse me. The back and the sides of the fireplace line fireplace, fire brick line fireplace must be at least 190 mil, which is seven and a half inches thick, including the thickness of the liner. If the liner is less than 51 mil thick, um, if a steel liner is used with an air circulating chamber around the firebox, the back and the sides of the fireplace must be... Solid masonry and at least ninety millimeters, uh, three and a half inches thick, or hollow masonry at least one ninety millimeter, seven and a half inches thick. Seven and a half inches thick just seems excessive. Um, the distance from the back of the fire chamber to the plane of the fireplace opening must be at least three hundred millimeter, which is eleven and three quarters deep. It's very shallow. I, I know that I'm always fighting that. Whenever I was talking to clients, that you're always you're, the older houses always had such a shallow firebox, yeah, and that's how they were built, and people used them. But I guess back in the day, a hundred or hundred fifty years ago, you'd constantly be burning that, so you'd be using it, so it wouldn't be an issue. But nowadays, you have to have a deeper firebox, right? Correct. So that's how. I'm, so it's interesting,
0: and it's definitely a, a look of a fireplace, right? So there's a a type of fireplace called uh, a Rumford. Yes, and that is a shallow firebox, tall, yeah, and the top angles out. So they designed it so the it's a small fire, but it pushes a lot more heat out. Yeah. So.
1: All right. I don't know what else I want to ask you, man. Fireplace wise. Ask away. I don't know what else to ask. I, I I'm just trying to figure out did I ask everything that I wanted to ask. So do you have a wood fireplace? I have a wood-burning fireplace, Very yes, nice. I do. Open burner or? Open burner. Yep. Uh, I was going to, I came across, this is years ago, someone, and I don't know if this is true because it, it was a question mark for me. It was, a, it was kind of a red flag. Is it possible to do an open hearth fireplace with a gas-burning unit that has fake logs in it but occasionally convert it to a wood burner? No. That's what I thought. Yeah. But so they, they were peddling it saying that you can't. So they say you can shut off the valve and then add a log in there and burn it because you're still using it. And I'm like, yeah, but you're burning a log right next to a uh, gas source. Yeah, no. Definitely you're going to damage right.
0: that. Yep. Yeah, that's a no-go. Don't do it.
1: Don't do that, right? No. So they were trying to sell it as if like it's a hybrid or something like yeah. that. You have the best of two worlds where you don't want to bother making a fire. You can just turn on the fire. But if you want to build a fire, then you can build a fire.
0: Yeah, definitely not. Now, there's, there's things called a gas log set. What's that? that? So that's just, um, it's not an enclosed unit in a steel box, but it's just a gas burner that would go in your masonry open wood burning fireplace. Okay. And you have these fake logs on it. Um, so you light it and it looks like a real fire. They look really good. No efficiencies. They just look really good. Okay. Um, but that'd be the closest thing you could do.
1: It's one or the other, man. Yeah. Yeah. You're not really
0: simple. You're not going water and gas at the same time.
1: No, because you're going to blow up your house.
0: Yeah. It's not safe.
1: I just I I I, I red flagged it. I just said this makes no sense to me. This is actually a, and it was expensive too. I, like the actual burner unit itself was about thirty five or four thousand dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, no, this doesn't make any sense to me, man.
0: Yeah. So what they were trying to do, they were trying to sell you a gas log set. Yes. That you could probably throw have the a, occasional log on. Yeah. It. So you would just shut that valve off. Uh, yeah. No. No. Definitely not.
1: It's, it's not going to work. No. Because I want it to work. Because I thought it was a great idea.
0: Yeah. I but, mean. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, it's not going to work.
1: How much are those gas lock sets?
0: About that price, thirty-five, dollars $4,000. Okay. Yeah.
1: And it looks pretty real.
0: Yeah, I think they look probably the most realistic out of any gas burner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. You got any questions, (laughs) Angela? No. I don't know, Alex. You got to tell me, man. This is your industry. I just kind of visit it.
0: All right. Well, since uh, I'm interested to know, since I don't do much work in the city, okay, of Toronto, and you too, yeah, do you get much asked for wood?
1: Uh, they ask, yeah. and then the moment that we have to go through all the hoops, yeah, it's a no, uh, and it costs for these hoops. Yep, it always reverts right back to a gas unit, or possibly at times eliminating it altogether and just yeah. getting rid of it, and then framing right in front of it. Yep. which is always a shame because I'm pretty sure every house in Toronto has that fireplace in it. Oh, absolutely! Right, it's yep. already been built. It's got the chimney up there, and then they start waving like all the uh, the options here. Chimney's falling apart. We have to retuck it, right? So they start looking at the firebox is too shallow, so you'd have to build it out on the outside. So now you got to rebrick everything on the outside, right? So there is a lot of stuff that you have to do to make it legit for today's purposes. But absolutely. then you also still have to speak to your insurance. And insurance don't like open flame in older homes that are very narrow. They don't like it. Same reason they don't like knob and tube. Correct. Right? It's not like partially you're 90% and then 10% knob and tube. No, they want 100%. So you start getting into problems. But I'm telling you, every homeowner at starting point, mostly the ladies, will always prefer a wood burner because they want the sight and smell. Uh, But then it's, it's, I'm not joking. You get into the $20,000 range. For sure. Right, Absolutely. you start a lot about masonry work. You start a lot about detail. You have to have a wet certified person. They have to know what they're doing. You got to submit all these calculations. It yeah. has to factor into the HVAC design too, right? Yep. So it's going to contribute that. So there's a lot of things that are involved with in it, and all of a sudden it becomes a Toyota Corolla, at that cost.
0: Yeah, exactly. So if they
1: really committed, they'll do it. But most of the time, nah, it's a nay, no go. They say forget it. Best case, you get a, a an insert. Yeah. But then now you're dealing with the inserts, and I don't know what the shallowest insert that you guys carry or you've installed i don't think i've seen anything shallower than what maybe 20 inches or 21
0: yeah i'm thinking 20 for a wood burner
1: but these homes in the toronto area firebox is 12 maybe 14 deep
0: yep no absolutely so
1: so now you got to start carving out brick but you're doing with a double width wall yep and so that inside brick belongs to your house for structure the outside behind that one belongs to the facade on the outside so you start carving out that back break to try to gain four inches to try it, but you still can't fit. You're going to have yeah. to fur it out because I haven't seen a, a direct vented gas unit narrow like that.
0: So there, there is one. Okay. One that we sell. Uh, a company's called Valor. I know Valor. Yeah. Canadian made. Um, and the unit is called a portrait. What's the depth? 11 inches. Whoa. Yeah. Something, it's something like that.
1: Wow. Yeah. They look
0: good? Yeah. I love them. Okay. They, and they they're wide range. They have a very like um they have a front on them that looks very very old school, the nice arch, a uh, cast iron arch. Yeah. Looks really good. And then you can flip right over to the other side where they have just a black square, clean modern look.
1: Yeah. I do like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Expensive? How much?
0: No, they're you're probably going to be around the
1: I don't know, $6,000 mark installed. Oh, yeah, I was going to say like 5 or 6 or yeah. something like that. It's not bad. So, at least there's options on yeah. the
0: market. And it's a really good option. They're they're my second place fireplace for sure.
1: Good quality? Great quality. They're made here in Canada. Yeah, BC. Really? Yeah? yeah. And they're okay. So, what are the other brands? You got Majestic, I know that I've used once before.
0: Yeah. So, we got, I mean, we got tons of them, but uh, I would probably say our main ones would be uh, Cozy Heat, Valor, Regency. I don't know. Regency is another Canadian made one. Okay. Uh, we carry Majestic
1: Then Hing- you get the big players Hingo. I guess in the States Where you get Napoleon you get We don't f- carry Napoleon No I know But you get all these Other brands that are like, Oh yeah Yeah
0: Yeah there, there's tons of Brands out there right um, But yeah those Those four would probably Be our biggest gas fireplaces And then for Wood We got uh, Stuve Blaze King uh, Hearthstone Spatherm And Regency
1: now is it hearth or hearth
0: i used to pronounce it hearth
1: so i don't think you're wrong on either one is it right yeah tomato it, tomato i think so
0: uh, yeah some people say hearth hearth
1: yeah i don't know i've always i've always said hearth yeah i guess i say hearth because of with yeah width
0: I, with brick right i won't correct you
1: Okay. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm just, I just, I'm trying to figure out where's which one belongs to where. Where's the origin of either? I'm just thinking American, Canadian, or is it goes far back as Old English? I, I think so. I think it's Old English. Yeah, I would say Old English. So would the Old English say hearth or hearth? I think the Old English would say hearth. Hearth. Yes. That's what I thought too. So that's why I say earth. earth. Yep. Hearth. Yeah. All right. Just whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Send your letters to me. I will never <laughs> read them. Okay. <laughs> What else do i want to know alex man about fireplaces i don't know man i just think i've asked all the questions
0: i think you asked some good questions so so how's
1: business good
0: business is good uh i mean so we started in 2019 um and then what was it 2020 we hit the pandemic and me and dad were you know we were worried trying to figure out well we're like oh we're going to be shutting down yeah like this is not good for a new business and we skyrocketed like many people. Everybody was calling. Oh, yeah. I got super, super, super busy. Good for you guys. Um, you know, we, we have the same issue as every other company where you can't find uh, employees, help. Uh, we have one great guy working with us. And then we just hired a buddy of mine uh, who's back from the East Coast for the winter. So he's on staff. Um, but Yeah, that was. And then we're just kind of, I think we're hit the plateau
1: now. So we're just leveling out. And Is it still looking good for next year for you guys? Yeah, we're we're booked. Uh, start of February. So how many fireplaces would you guys pull off in a year's time? Like you're you're not doing one a day, are you? No.
0: No. Um, I would say we'd probably average two a week.
1: Yeah, because by the time you start and you gotta still install. Yep. And then you gotta um frame finish. Frame, finish. Now
0: we don't do that on all of them by no. any means. Yeah. But and then we also do the boilers on and the furnaces, so
1: I'm so glad that they finally Or you can correct me if I'm wrong, have they gotten rid of all the brass fireplaces, man? No. They still fucking make those? Yeah. Oh, shit, your kid is listening. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> oh, she hears it all the time. Are you kidding me? They're still making the brass ones, man? Yeah, there's a couple companies. Those things are horrible. Yeah. Like they're horrible. They
0: still have that look. You know what? Just for, for our grandmas out there that are replacing
1: their fireplaces.
0: Yeah. They're horrible. I don't... I, the
1: doors are designed from, like, old bifold closet doors. Yeah, like, they're not great. And the finish is horrible. Horrible. Everything's horrible on that thing. I don't think there's a single good thing about it. No, I agree. And I swear the channel on the bottom there is like a guillotine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they're horrible. And sharp edges on them for sure. I can't believe they're still making, like they're still
0: selling those things. Yeah, I'm not going to say they sell a lot of them.
1: I should get them on the show just to tell them, stop making yeah. these things, man.
0: <laughs> just paint it black. <laughs> just paint it black. Color See, that would it. look good.
1: Yeah. Get your barbecue high temp paint.
0: So I've done that. I've done that for customers on like chimney. For the sweeps. brat really? Yeah. And I mean it looks good, but it scratches.
1: Yeah, it's like right? chalk at that point, chalkboard.
0: Yeah. Right. So if you have a dog and his tail hits it, it scratches. <laughs> right. So
1: I just they're ugly. Oh, I've, I've demoed so many of those units. Oh, man. Absolutely. They're absolutely horrible, yeah. man. But I can't believe this is so making those things.
0: Yeah, we uh, so every year we're part of a um a thing called HPBA Hearth Patio Barbecue Association. Um, so it's North America wide and every year they have a expo. So we go down every year me and dad. And Where's yeah, it in the states? Yeah. Okay. Uh, different states every year. Okay. So we go down in there they have all the fireplace manufacturers. You go down you see all the new product, meet people. And there's always one company there that still has that brass door trying to sell it, and you're just like, ah, oh, buddy, come on, dollar <laughs> a day. But
1: he's—I bet she's taking orders. Yo, for
0: sure, for sure.
1: <sighs> from Martha. <laughs> from Martha, <laughs> that's right. From Martha. I just—I guess people. Well, I mean, some people like them. I yeah, don't know. Uh, I'm not one of them.
0: You know, and. Retro comes back every once in a while. No, that's not coming back. <laughs> well, a, no. One day. One the, day.
1: Well, someone's going to buy doors because their doors broke off or something like that. And yep. you have parts for those things. But Absolutely. Like, they're they're horrible aesthetically, efficiently. Mm-hmm. They're horrible on so many levels. And then they had that little wire, uh, the grill, on the inside, on the, the, a screen. Little, yep. the screen, right? And, and it, it
0: always bunches up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, those are normal now. Those are still normal. And like the factory built woodburners. Even burners, the new ones. Oh, yeah. Really? They're a
1: little better, but... Oh, yeah. I thought we would have evolved, especially with an organization that is kind of overseeing all this, and you guys all go there and check it out, and we're not evolving here. Why well, fix something if it keeps selling? Oh, that's a good point. Right? <laughs> well, they're
0: selling tons of them.
1: Well, I keep thinking it's breaking. Uh, <laughs> why fix something that keeps breaking? True. But I guess people are just stuck with that whole thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. What other horrible things in Fireplace Land? Other than that, they're fine. Yeah. That's I'm, the only thing I
0: think. I mean, the, the, big, like the, the worst thing I see is like when framers come in and they don't like read the manual of the fireplace and they're framing around it. So most fireplaces have those triangle standoffs on the top
1: of them. They're there for a reason.
0: Yeah, and, <laughs> so, and you see the framers, they'll notch a no. 2 by 4 with the triangle. Are you, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll put it on. That's one of the worst things I've seen. I've never thought to do that. Yeah, oh, yeah, all the time. Not all the time. That's bad to say, but enough. Enough for me to bring it up. It takes more
1: effort to notch it out. (laughs) I agree.
0: I agree 100%. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, i like to
1: meet that person. Yeah. And just on those,
0: those standoff notes, if you are framing around a fireplace, read the manual because there's wood fireplaces that have those triangles on them, and that's not the clearance. The clearance is like four feet above that
1: you got to read the manual. Every unit is different. For sure. And there is a a non-combustible area zone, right, that you have to be careful. Absolutely. And then their thought process sometimes, because I've had this conversation before, is if I don't put any wood, I have nothing to nail right there. I'm like, well, you don't want wood there because they've tested the unit that's going to catch on fire. Steel So you have to, first of all, put some sort of non-combustible material i.e. stone or tile or something brick veneer or something uh around that area and then you can start wood from that point on absolutely otherwise fire that's what happens right
0: yeah absolutely
1: so you got to be careful i mean it's like you got to know what you're doing Mm -hmm. uh and you can't really cut any corners of that or cut angles in it uh at that point right that makes no sense i've never that's the first one
0: yeah it was interesting.
1: I, I, I I'll read it, and then that's when I'm I, I'm being forced to use steel studs sometimes, right? Because you got to use steel studs at certain framing points. There, I uh, mean, if
0: if you don't know, yeah, go to steel studs, right? Like if you don't know the clearances, just go steel studs. But Kong most before. guys
1: are not outfitted for steel okay, studs. No, you're right? absolutely right. So they not that, Yeah,
0: that's why we started offering the the services of us framing and finishing because it's peace of mind. It's it's our framers go in there and. We know what we're looking for. So we frame it and finish it to code. And that's it. You're done. Exactly.
1: What do you guys charge for the, just the actual maintenance, the annual maintenance on the unit? If you guys are going to go back out and just kind of check the tires, kick the tires, like all that kind of stuff.
0: Uh, our normal service call is about $200, $210. Yeah, in my
1: opinion, worth it. Yeah. Because I can get frustrated sometimes. You know, I've had brand new fireplaces all started, all fine, everything's great. And then all of a sudden, a month or two later, client calls you back. They did yeah. something, I don't know, and then we kind of start all over again. Get it back. And they just don't know. People do funny things with their fireplace units when you're not around. Oh, absolutely. And then they're wondering why it's not working. And they spent so much money that they put it in and now it's not working. Yep. So I think it's worth it. Totally worth it. Uh Backwoods Fireplace. www.backwoodsfireplace.ca, Info at backwoodsfireplace.ca and on Instagram and Facebook, backwoods fireplace. Uh, let's talk about safety here. Green book talk here. Okay. House fires and heating equipment. This is always fun. Between 2014 and 2018, house fires caused by heating equipment resulted in annual losses of 500 deaths, 1350 injuries, and 1.1 billion in property damage in the US, mind you. Uh, heating equipment causes roughly 14% of house fires and resulted in 19% of house fires deaths. I'm going to say that has something to do with no maintenance on these units and people just letting them go and not paying attention to what's going on. Absolutely. How many times have you guys seen filters that are black?
0: Oh, often enough.
1: Like black. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, people, they're white when they come out of the factory, right? Uh, Most house fires caused by heating equipment are due to lack of cleaning, mostly of chimneys. Another leading factor is having heating equipment too close to flammable material, like upholstery, furniture, clothing, mattress, or bedding. Most home heating fires occur in winter months, December to February. 44% of home heating fires are caused by portable or stationary space heaters. 29% are caused by fireplaces. 12% are by central heat and 10% by water heaters. By far, uh, portable and stationary space heaters result in most deaths, injuries, and property damage. 81%, 80%, and 54% uh, for deaths, injuries, and property damage. More than doubling fireplaces in second place, which is only 9, 5, and 23. So fireplaces are relatively safe compared to everything else. I've seen people use space heaters, and they're plugging into a whole Christmas tree carousel. Yep. And that's just creating the wire to get really hot, and that's where the fire starts. Absolutely. You're overloading the circuit, right? Yep. So back to common sense. Common sense. That's what that's it is, the man. biggest
0: thing. And uh, the thing about the state side... Yeah. Uh, it still baffles me, but they have ventless gas fireplaces. And it's a normal thing because they build their houses so loose still for, like, insulation and vapor
1: wouldn't. I wouldn't have wanted. No. No way, man.
0: But, yeah. So we get... I don't get it often, but every once in a while we'll get a snowbird that comes up back home from the States with a ventless fireplace asking for it to be installed, and here it's a no-go. Can't do it because our houses are so tight. Wow. Yeah.
1: That makes no sense to me. I wouldn't want that. No, I mean, Plus, you want fresh air coming in anyway. Well, exactly, right? Right. Like, that makes no sense to me. Yeah,
0: I guess their theory is they're, like, in California, their houses are so loose to the outside. But they're not
1: designing it for our winters, No, exactly. That's the thing. So yeah. I guess it would be the same. Yeah, it would be most of the southern states. I like would think so, yeah. That way. But, yeah, scary stuff. I love fireplaces. <laughs> you ready to do the 12 questions, bro? Sure. What is your favorite construction word? Mm.
0: Fireplace? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, low pitch.
1: Low pitch. Low pitch roof.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then we, uh, I mean, we go on steep roofs, but I like low pitch a lot better. Yeah, it's like walking on a exactly. floor. Exactly.
1: What is your least favorite construction word?
0: High pitch. <laughs> steep pitch. Steep pitch.
1: Metal roof. Metal roof. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's a pain, huh? Or I, actually probably the worst one is... Um, Clay. Oh, uh, no, the the high seam, standing seam metal roofs now. They're the big look. Yeah.
1: What turns you on in construction?
0: And uh, product of the fireplace.
1: What turns you off in construction?
0: Um, seeing pictures of terrible fireplace installations.
1: They're out there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like there's some bad work out there? Yeah. Like people just like dapping it to death or something? Yeah,
0: like? exactly. Dapping it or, you know, like... Um, That's making
1: me cringe, man. Yeah,
0: just there's some shoddy work out there. That's where
1: right. you actually should... Um, hone some skills yeah, and do some interesting work. Exactly. They-
0: so like, uh, for example, can I go on a tangent? Of course you yeah? can. Okay. So for example, uh, wood inserts, um, a lot of times they come with these big black surrounds yeah. to cover the opening. Yeah. If you have a beautiful stone, I don't want to cover up that stone. So we'll get a custom one made that fits into that opening. Just the space. Yeah. And so we do that quite a bit. And I saw, I did a chimney sweep for a fireplace we did not install. And somebody tried to do that, and they took the existing surround and just hacked it with a grinder or a metal blade sawzall, oh, and they and just black-cocked it. Like, it was, oh. Oh, it was terrible.
1: Like black-dap-cock or, yeah. or actual high-heat black-cock?
0: Uh, I'm going to say high-heat because it wasn't melting or anything, but oh, it was, it was one of the ugliest ones it's I've ever seen.
1: Like you really want to meet these individuals that do this stuff and just try to get a sense of where it went wrong in their childhood, right? Yeah. Something went wrong. Yeah, Exactly that's brutal uh what is your favorite curse word we gotta keep it safe for the kid
0: oh that's okay she <laughs> hears it they hear it all the time uh it'd be fuck okay it, it just works in every
1: mood what is your favorite vehicle in the entire world
0: mm. uh i'm i'm pretty happy with my truck The i got the ram 2500 Longhorn. A lot of guys are driving Rams. Eh?
1: Yeah. Is it because of like Yellowstone or what's going on here?
0: I mean, I I think I had mine before Yellowstone. Okay. I mean, I drive it because Dad drove Ram his whole life, and I know nothing about vehicles, so.
1: They're good trucks from right here, so it works. I just get that the other two pick on Dodge Ram all the time. It's true. I don't know why, but
0: it's okay. We'll take it. We got (laughs) big shoulders.
1: (laughs) Least favorite vehicle in the world.
0: Uh, smart cars.
1: They could fit in your back of your longhorn. They, long they could. Uh, what construction sound or noise do you love? Um, the
0: the first ignition of a gas fireplace. So you hear that? T- 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 <laughs> yeah, I love that sound. I know.
1: Like that little woof. Yep. What uh, construction sound or noise do you hate? Um, multi-tools. Oh, uh, Oscillating. Yeah, no thanks. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt one day, Alex? Uh...
0: Um, before I got into this industry, uh, went to school for, and like by school, I mean like two months of college <laughs> for business. Uh, uh enough hope, for two, four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Opening to open up a sports store. Okay. So, uh, that's always in the back of my mind. That'd be cool. Nice.
1: Yeah. What profession would you not like to do? Drywall. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates?
0: Uh, Actually, I, I told my dad this question, so he gave me the answer. And? Uh, come sit by the fire.
1: Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's good. I like that. It's clever. All right, since you guys are new, what tool brand are you guys using?
0: Um, so, when I started in the trade, I was always DeWalt, uh, still am. But since we have employees coming in, we are making them go Milwaukee just because they have trade
1: specific tools. Uh, gas
0: Yeah, like they have uh, Gas pipe threaders Yes, that's why uh, yeah. yeah, so we're switching Everything to Milwaukee My truck will stay DeWalt Just because I have So much invested in it Got it So
1: yeah. Makes sense, it does make sense and, and it's true, all the gas fitters and everybody Plus you're dealing with boilers and furnaces and everything like that Which is basically Milwaukee land
0: Exactly It makes
1: a lot of sense But I guess a lot of the framing and stuff, DeWalt, you can get away DeWalt or Milwaukee, you can get away with either one.
0: Yeah, exactly That's it, so And then our wholesaler, uh, they stock Milwaukee So it's just easy to, if something breaks, you just walk in, get a new one and call her a day It's nice, man
1: Yeah Alex, thanks so much, man I think hey. we've covered quite a bit on the, the side of fireplaces here and uh anything else you want to share before we wrap it up
0: no it's all good thank you for having me
1: yeah, all right so alex mcdonald from backwoods no c in it fireplace triple w fireplace.ca info at dot and at Backwoods fireplace thanks man thank you thanks angelina